The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. Welcome to the DI Guys podcast. This is Chris Carlson. As always, I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Cogdell. Mike, the weather report this time, snow in Denver? No, Denver. Wind, wind, and more wind. Believe it or not, because I got up this morning, 6 o'clock, to start hearing the initial forecast for the airport, and they're canceled just about every flight today. So we're not talking about 30-mile-an-hour gusts. They're talking about gust that could be 60 70 almost like hurricane force not sustained but huge gust so we're expecting quite the crazy day here because one we're so dry and wind and fire doesn't work well together as you know so we're super dry and two is you know we're one of those places that still has a lot of power lines that's happen to be above ground so we'll we'll see what what the rest of the week brings hopefully it'll just pass uh everything will be okay but other than that it's just like springtime or fall here it's just warm what about you in the great northwest uh, the Great Northwest is the Great Northwest. Uh, we didn't have any bad weather the way other parts of the country have. You know, unfortunately, those people in the uh, the southeast, especially Kentucky, our hearts go out to uh, to those people. That's just so devastating. You you just never think that that's going to happen. But boy, it's it was uh, heart wrenching to look at that stuff. Chris, did you see the candle factory? What was left of it? Yeah, but the story is, you know, they had the, I think he was the GM and maybe not the owner, but he goes, you know, we've prepared for everything, but we never prepared for anything like this. And, you know, again, 1,000 times at least in the last two years that you and I have been doing this, we talk about the crystal ball. Who that morning got up and expected everything to be this devastated a few hours later? Just how, who, who would have ever guessed in their life? You know, Mike, it, it just goes to show you how bad things happen to good people. In this case, lots of loss of life and certainly property. But, you know, we talk about this when it comes to income protection. You just n- never know when something bad might happen to you. You don't get, but to your point, you don't get up saying, eh, probably today's the day I'm going to get hurt or sick. Chris, this is this is our only sales point for the day. And we'll talk about year end and wish everybody the most joyous of holiday seasons and Hanukkah's past, but I hope everybody had a good Hanukkah as well. We say it over and over and over and over again. You know, we don't have the crystal ball, but now's the time to remember. Remember, everybody has a story. You and I just did too. You can talk to somebody right now, and there's not a person on the planet that doesn't know what happened in, in, in the great state of Kentucky. And this is this is a constant unfolding all around us, all around us. I mean, our minds get clouded with so many other things, but at the end of the day, if you've made a list of things you need to do in 2022, one of the things I would tell people is for everybody that has a family and or otherwise, after this whole almost two years of the great SARS COVID-19 or whatever it's called, get a living will. You can do it for a relatively inexpensive. It can even be done online. They're not perfect. I recommend an attorney. But you know what? Get your house in order. Because the world changes every day and we all say we're going to. And that's kind of what you and I are talking about this morning. Yeah, I'm going to get around to it. Chris, what did you tell me a few weeks ago about working out and getting around to things? Now, we're going to shoot a couple ideas your way for those of you that listened. Because like I I told Chris just before we went on this morning, I said, Chris, we were going to do this for uh, 
about a month, two years ago, and I don't know, 75, Chris, 80 episodes later, these two ball guys may have lost their minds, but they ain't lost their mouths because we're still talking. <laughs> we ain't planning on going anywhere. But Chris, what did you tell me a few weeks ago? I don't know if you said it on air or off, but I, I want you to repeat this because it's resonated with me more than once. Yeah, you know, Mike, it's, you know, if somebody's going to work out at the gym or somebody's going to go for a run, I've often said, and I, I, I live this every single day. The hard part is not when I'm in the gym or when I'm on the run. The hard part is getting in the car to go to the gym or putting on the shoes to go for the run. Cause if the shoes are on, I'm going for a run. If I get in the car to head toward the gym, I'm going to work out. So it's that first step that is the most important thing in those types of endeavors. And Chris, what's funny about that is after the gym, for those of you that are gym rats, or after the run, how do you normally feel, at least not physically, but endorphin-wise? How do you normally feel? Great. The, to your point, the endorphins kick in and, and you're a changed person, you know, in that moment. There's no question about it. Nobody would, can who, who works out and everybody who do, does work out and listens to this, they know exactly what we're talking about. So I was talking to my buddy Bobby Herman this morning, whom you know really, really well. And we both know Bob's probably one of the biggest workout fiends we've ever met. Is that fair? Fair. And I know his physique looks just like yours and mine. Um, so I don't know why he does it. For those of you that know him, you're laughing. Those of you don't, he looks like the cover of Men's Health. But anyway, that being said, Bob works out pretty much every day of the week, almost all year round. He can be he can be in Paris and be out to dinner, and all he's thinking about at the greatest Paris Parisian dinner is six o'clock tomorrow morning, going running down the river for five miles, finding a workout place in French and lifting with the Frenchies for a couple hours. That's how he rolls. I started thinking, just think if I could do that four days a week, how great would that be, Chris? Mike, I have to tell you a story and I won't mention who he was on a cruise with, but the story is, is that <laughs> Bob uh, was so dedicated to working out that he would actually run on the top of the cruise ship. And this was in, in Europe on the river. So there's different types of cruise ships, obviously, than you would ocean going. And, and the person who told me the story, who, who was on a, a cruise with Bob said he would just hear this dum, 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 on, on the roof because Bob was working. He was running, you know, around the, so just to your point, no matter where Bob is, whether it's in a foreign country, it's on a riverboat cruise, Bob is working out. Most important thing in his day is working out. So, you know, that gets me, and you've heard me say this before in reflecting, you know, Romy's 13 years old now, but, you know, I, I, I had my first daughter, Romy, at, at 48. So talk about being nervous. Yeah, I don't know what it's like for a 20-something, but I got to tell you, for a guy that's old, it was really, really, really scary because I'd lived a lot longer and just had no idea what to do. And I'm talking to this pediatric nurse at like one in the morning. Everything was fine. And I just couldn't sleep. Stayed at the hospital that one night. And I said, God, I just want to be the best dad ever. And every single human being says that that's a male, right? Or And or otherwise, because I want to be the best parent ever. Let me rephrase that. Best parent ever. Isn't that what everybody says? Absolutely. Everybody says, I want to be the best parent ever. And she looked at me and she said, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to be average. And I thought, God, because she, she says, you cannot be the greatest parent or perfect all the time. Sometimes, you know what? Everybody in this world will be fine if they're average or right there at average. And then she didn't mean average as a diminished term. And so I take that and think about it today in the world that you and I live in and the world of financial services and insurance. And I start thinking, okay, what can we do at year end to take into 22? I think you and I pretty much for the last 20 months, we, we've exhausted COVID, don't you think? I had lunch with a friend of ours yesterday and our comments to each other were, I'm so over this. 
And, and, and I will tell you, Mike, the restaurant we were at, uh, it's that time of year where people get together for kind of Christmas cheers or office parties. There weren't a whole lot of people thinking about COVID. I will tell you that they are so over it, e- even in a place that can be sometimes draconian here in the Seattle area. But in the in, in that restaurant, nobody was thinking about COVID. I tell you that. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about it anymore. As a matter of fact, yesterday, as I'm looking through my DraftKings account, right, seeing if there's any football games or college basketball games that I might want to put a small wager on because it's legal to gamble here on the, online. And I started looking, and you know what I was really looking for, Chris? I was looking for the next COVID variant name. What were the odds of what it was going to be? Because it's the Greek alphabet or something, right? What's the next one? I don't know. DraftKings oh. hasn't taken any lines on it. But, oh, you know, okay. If, if, if we've got, you know, Omnicron is some letter, right? Greek alphabet? Yep. And I heard that there's a small restaurant in Wisconsin, speaking of which, less I digress. The name of their restaurant was Omnicron. Greek family-run restaurant in a small town in Wisconsin. They thought after this came out, they'd go out of business. They've never been so busy in their entire history of their restaurant. Everybody wants to go eat Abbey Crowd. That is funny. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. So I'm thinking about ideas here, Chris. On how do we kick off 22? Well, 22 is, you know, let's put everything in the rearview mirror. You know, what you have to live in the moment. And, and I firmly believe that. There's just a lot of things in life that, you know, I've talked about my father breaking his hip. We talked about my dog, your cat. Put it all in the rearview mirror. Let's start 22 like we should with a, with, a, with a fresh start. And, you know, for those of us that need to lose a couple of pounds, I either need to get the shoes on and make that move or I need to, um, you know, what get in that car and get to that gym. And, you know, instead of trying seven days a week, let's just I'm going to try for four. So what I was thinking, Chris, is I think everybody should get a calendar, any kind of calendar in the world. One that lays on your desk, it can be four by six, it can be 10 by 10, because almost all of you use electronic calendars anyway. But this is a calendar, Chris, it's paper. And I believe that I know a couple people in the world that use paper calendars still. Do you do you know anybody, Chris? Uh, I know you and I do, Mike. Yeah, and I do it because you know what? It, it's easier to remember. And sometimes when I type something into my phone, I have to call somebody and say, shit, I put that down for July. I didn't know it was in June because it's just you're in a hurry. You're on your phone. You're trying to get it in there. You got it in and you completely missed it by a month. And I've done that for a dental appointment. So I get how that happens. But I was thinking what I'm going to do for 22 and what I suggest anybody out there that listens to us still, I know it gets boring. I would get a Sharpie, probably something that's uh, loud in color. And I'd write on every single month, relatively large across the calendar because you can still use the calendar. You can just use it as your call. Call it your income protection reminder calendar. And I would write two, the number two, DI apps a month. So that every day you sit in your office, that calendar is to your left and to your right, depending on which hand you are. It reminds you that you've got to try to sell two policies in a month. And I guarantee, Chris, somebody out there that actually does it, tries it, spends the three bucks for the calendar, gets the Sharpie, neon green, writes two DI apps a month question mark it to remind yourself I haven't done it and every month that you do it take that black sharpie and x off those that that big two for the month Chris and see what happens in 22 not complicated but you and I know simple beats complicated every single time I love it Mike and and, and I you know the, the 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 concept of being in front of you and I, I as you were saying that I was thinking about a phenomenon that is how was it maybe five six seven years old where all of a sudden people are now or wearing different bracelets on their wrists. I know you have a couple that are very important to you. <laughs> it just something just popped into my head is is maybe we got to put uh, put together bracelets that says you know WWCD. What would Cog do? Because you know that's going to keep it top of mind. 
And Mike, here's what we know. People do take our advice. Tell the story about the, the mug. Finally, <laughs> finally, got a, we have a client. And actually, this is funny that this has happened because I heard it a second time. Went out, got the mugs, has his name on it. It's got the old MUG, Mortgage Utility Gas. Put a posting on LinkedIn put, you know, money, like a money thing into it to make the picture of the mug and, you know, said, you know, reminded people, this is what it's all about. You know, you have to have to think about you and your family, not only during this season, because, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see GoFundMes, Chris, like there's no tomorrow for the next months, right? Yep. You always take the holiday season where tragic happens and it becomes a bigger deal. You take uh, the great state of Kentucky and what happened to them on a storm that it was just so massive in scale that no one could comprehend it. We're going to see GoFundMe everywhere. We're going to see GoFundMe for Afghan refugees. We're going to see it for military people. We're going to see it all over. So now's the time to sit back, think, and reflect. And it's funny you just said that about COG because I just have um, an HWLF, which you obviously know he would love personally, I got from my daughter. Um, had I, I don't see these things unless they come from my children, by the way. But you're right. We need a reminder to do this. And I've, I talked to my buddy Jason about this and about the mug. And he goes, no, I just go sit down with the client. And the first thing, God, you and Chris were right. What's this? And if nothing else, every single person does, I got to think about it. I got at least got to think about it. So you get it started. And for a couple of bucks, why not? Plus, it, you know what? It does. Insurance is is it's creates tension for people, don't you think? Absolutely. Meaning they don't want to talk about it. So if you can diffuse that just a little bit uh, by giving somebody a mug and said every day you get up in the morning, if you drink tea or coffee or just hot water or juice, and you look at this and you haven't done anything yet, all this is a reminder for you to take action sometime sooner than later because you ain't got the crystal ball and nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. That's been proven for the last two years as much as any time in the history of man. You might let, them, let the client, because clients will do it for their own reason, don't you think, Chris? And yeah, if Mike, you give them good enough reason, they'll do it, my friend. I, I would agree. And, you know, it's really interesting, you know, what you said about it makes people uncomfortable. I'm going to go back to something you said earlier about the will. I am convinced that the reason that the overwhelming, the, the main reason why the overwhelming majority of people don't have wills, because they think if they do it, they're going to die. I mean, as stupid as that is, it's one has nothing to do with the other, but it's like, uh oh, I have to deal with it. And it's very uncomfortable. So, that's just something that is a is a legal instrument that, to your point, everybody should have. Doesn't require buying insurance. So when now we're asking them to buy insurance. To your point, if they're not used to it, in other words, they're not a doctor or a dentist that get pounded on it every day since they're in in school. It, it it can be uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable. Well, you know, I'm going to end. I think our 21 season, don't you? This will probably be the last podcast of the year, and we'll we'll crank her back up in 22. But I'm going to end with. Um, this is the season of giving more than at any time. And I get year round should be the season of giving, but this is the season of giving. I think you and I would both agree with that. Yeah, people pretend to be more festive and more giving. I would agree. And one thing that I've always said, and I don't feel this is narcissistic at all because it involves everybody, is charity starts at home, Chris. Because if you can't take care of yourself first, it's really, really hard to take care of somebody else. And I will end this note that for every single agent out there listening, financial services professional, fee-based only, whoever listens to our podcast, if you don't have this by now, just get, get, give yourself a Christmas present and get yourself a DI contract because in the event that something happens between now and whenever that is, you look at your phone with those lovely children on it. If you have them, if you're single, it can be your dog. It doesn't really matter. And charity does start at home. 
you know what, you need to take care of yourself. And this is the easiest way in the world to do it. And that's how you need to start looking at your clients. So as you write on that calendar, Chris, for 2022, two DI apps a month, on the left or right side of that desk, you should pull out every single client or get your administrative assistant to help you and take everybody. I'm just going to start you somewhere under the age of 50 that makes $100,000 a year. And you checkbox every single one of those. Make a check by them and say, I'm going to contact every one of these people within the first 60 days of the year and talk to them about this thing known as income protection. Is your risk protection package current and up to date? I just gave you the sentence to ask. It's 22. We're looking in the rearview mirror on all these pandemics and everything else. Is your risk protection package current and up to date? It's time to focus. How hard can that be? Mike, I want to tell a story, and you're going to remember this because you're a veteran of the industry. But you know, one of the legends in our industry was John Savage, who was was based in Toledo, Ohio. And every January, uh, he would have like 189 client meetings, right? And somebody wants to ask him, you know, what are you going to do in February? And he goes, not a damn thing, because he made sure that he took care of so many clients in January. So I'm going to dovetail on what you said is just imagine, to your point, is if you make a commitment to talk to all of your clients in January of 22, and I'm going to add one more sentence to yours and say, I'm looking at January of 2022, and I have committed to making sure that my client's risk management program is up to date. How was yours? You know, or something like that, but just do it in January. And then guess what's going to happen? They're going to write, they're going to be like John Savage. They're going to write a ton of insurance, life insurance, disability insurance, whatever. And boy, that you get off to a good start and then the momentum will, will, uh, will, will stay with them throughout the course of the year. It's just imagine if you actually did that. You had 189. You could write 24 DI apps, right? So you can actually throw your calendar away in February, <laughs> February 1st. You could take that calendar that you used the Sharpie with and you could throw it away. Oh. <laughs> or you could change the number from a two to a one, 12 a month. It's up to you. Or two and a half, anything. Maybe that's the challenge then, right? Do the 24 in January and take February off and start again. Well, Chris, to everybody out there listening, I hope you guys have a most joyous holiday season, a phenomenal new year coming. I know that there's great things ahead for everybody, and I wish everybody a great holiday season. Happy holidays to you and your family, Mike. All right, my friend. Be well. Bye now. 